Welcome to the Young Journalist Podcast. I'm your host, Garrett Kroger. In today's episode, I spoke to Matt Fay, who covers Lamar University and high school athletics for the Beaumont Enterprise in Beaumont, Texas. We discussed what it is like to cover Texas high school football to what it is like to cover an FCS program like Lamar. So sit back and enjoy. All right, Matt. Uh, first off, just want to say uh, thank you for coming on uh, to the show. Uh, I've been starting this pod, like I started this podcast during this uh, whole entire like quarantine self distancing. So, really, the first question I always ask people when they come on is, uh, "How's the self distancing life treating you? Like the quarantine life going for you?" <laughs> uh, well, uh, I-, I would say antsy doesn't begin to describe it, uh, but. You know, as a as a sports journalist, uh, any reporter in general, it's it's really a unique time for the industry. I mean, you want to you know cover your communities as much as possible, um, but you're kind of stuck isolating in your house, and you know you're having to call people, uh, you know, like this via Zoom or you know whatever whatever way it is, but. Um, You know, enjoyed the time to myself, but in other ways, uh, you know, I'm ready to ready to get back to normal, just like everybody else. Yeah, no, I feel you there. I would love to get back to normal, but uh, as you know, Texas probably is not even close to getting back to normal. But we're not going to talk about <laughs> that right. type of situation right now. Uh, but I mean, so you work at the Beaumont Enterprise. Uh, you cover uh, Lamar football, like Lamar University, and also uh, high school sports. I mean, so how did you and because from doing background research on you. I know you're from Pittsburgh. Like, how did you end up in Texas? Yeah, yeah, sure. So, uh, originally from Pittsburgh, um, kind of been all over. So, originally from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, grew up there, uh, big Pittsburgh sports fan, uh, you know, unashamed to say. Uh, <laughs> but uh, then I, I went to high school, actually, in uh, New Hampshire. I was playing uh, prep school hockey up there. Um, you know, kind of looking to potentially play college hockey, but uh, then I kind of got into the, you know, the journalism stuff sort of interested me, Um, you know, kind of had a couple buddies who were doing, uh, going to different places. One of my buddies went to Syracuse, one of my buddies went to Ithaca, uh, uh, I think that's in New York as well. Um, So I was kind of, after the whole sports thing fizzled out for me, um, I was looking for a way to one stay in it, but two, uh, I, I loved you know writing also. Um, so I was I, I saw that the Cronkite School out in Arizona State had a good program. Uh, you know it, it's it's a great area. Tempe's awesome. Um, so you know I, I decided hey let's let's go try to do this and spent four years out in Arizona. Um, you know, had a great time, learned a lot at the Cronkite School. Uh, I think it's, you know, it, it, it definitely helped advance my career. And then I actually had a buddy, Danny Shapiro, who worked at the Enterprise previously in Beaumont, told me they had an opening, applied, and a couple months later, there I was in Texas. I'd never been to Texas before, but, uh, you know, so I, so I kind of got thrown into the fire that way. But I've uh, been here ever since, third year in Beaumont, going to be cu- coming up on my on my third year in August, and, uh, you know, loving every second of it. Yeah, I feel you there. I mean, when it, before I came to Laredo, never been to Texas, which is, like, crazy, <laughs> like, such a career move, I guess, because I'm from originally from Iowa, but, uh, I mean, so... You 
I mean, first off, let's talk about just covering Texas high school football because I feel like that's just an interesting topic in itself because, you know, uh, like you just hear it from everywhere. Like everybody just talks about this. I mean, what's your opinion on covering Texas high school football? Is it like built – like do you think it's like it deserves all the hype that it gets from the nation? I do. I do. Uh, Now, I think there are states that are comparable. Like I I don't think like Texas is far and away the – best out of anybody uh not that i've been to every state and covered football in every state but it definitely lives up to the reputation that you hear around the country uh you know through even through movies or whatever it may be uh there's really not and i'm sure you know there's there's nothing quite like friday night football in texas and that's that's what's going to make it so sad if we don't have uh sports this fall but um my initial reactions when i you know when i was coming when I first got here. I got here in August uh, of 2017, so it was right before the football season. We were kind of putting together that preview tab uh, that a lot of publications do, uh, and I was going around to different stadiums, and I was like, man, these are high school stadiums? Yeah. Like, it, it, <laughs> it's, it's uh, you know, uh, PNG comes to mind, uh, 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 Beaumont ISD's stadium comes to mind, Port Arthur. I mean, those aren't even some some of the biggest stadiums in Texas, but in Southeast Texas, it was just like, man, these these could double as college stadiums if if, if you know they wanted to. But uh, I've been very impressed with the level of play now in Southeast Texas. Maybe it's been a little bit of a couple down years as far as putting out players that they usually do, but they've had the high end talent uh, either way. But uh, I've been very impressed. Got nothing bad to say about Texas high school football. There's nothing quite like it. Yeah, no, I feel you there. I mean, because because uh, uh, I cover Laredo ISD because like there's two uh, ISDs. Uh, there's also United ISD here in Laredo, but I mean okay. Laredo United uh, Laredo ISD's stadium like magnificent for like even though like Laredo's not a powerhouse football community, it's still a very nice stadium. I was like, wow, like just taken back because it could double as like a D two. Like stadium, so I was very yeah. taken back when when I first arrived here, but uh, primarily wanted to talk to you about covering Lamar uh, University because I mean, uh, like coming out of college, a lot of kids, like I know, like people like always aim to go cover like a big name school, right? Coming yeah, out of college because yeah. like they've already covered like for me, for example, like I knew people who covered Iowa State football, and they only applied right. to stuff that like covering, like, Oregon, covering Florida, stuff like that. And, like, that's what they assumed that they were going to go cover because, oh, I already had that big-time beat. But, I mean, how beneficial is it to cover an FCS program like Lamar? I think it's very beneficial. And I think you hit it right on the head with, like, you know, you come from, and this is exactly what I did. I I covered uh, the Arizona State football team for our school newspaper there. Basically was the the beat reporter for them. Did a couple other things uh, in my time at the school paper, but – um, you go from that and you, you're coming out of school and you're thinking like, okay, I'm ready to cover a big time program. Like I know what this is all about. And for some kids, you know, that, that's absolutely true. And they're ready and they get those jobs and that's awesome. Um, but, you know, I think covering a school like Lamar presents a whole different set of challenges. Uh, one and that, that can be beneficial for, you know, journalists, uh, young journalists coming up or any journalist. Um, one is that you're 
pretty much usually going to be the only person covering that uh, team beat, whatever you want to call it. That can work two ways. You can say, oh, there's no competition, so you get all the stories. Or, you know, schools kind of think that they can do whatever they want, fly under the radar, get away with anything because they're not being held accountable by anybody, right? So uh, it can work both ways. I think Lamar, um, here in Beaumont, we do have two TV stations that also cover them. but I'd venture to say probably not quite as in depth as we do. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm fat on the back. But um, but no, I, I, to answer your question though, it's, it's beneficial. You get the experience that, that you get uh, is is second to none because you are the voice of that program. People are coming to you for coverage, uh, whereas you know at, at say Arizona State or whatever program it may be, they've got 17 different guys that they can go to or national outlets, like whatever national outlet you want to say. Um, So it really allows you to learn how to take ownership of a beat. And I think that's something that has benefited me a lot in covering Lamar. Gotcha. I mean, would you kind of like recommend kids coming out of college to like maybe pursue something like that instead of like holding out hope to get that I mean obviously yeah you want to get that big time beat but I mean there's always jobs like covering high school and like places like Lamar out there more because I mean the big time beats are few and far between yeah and especially right now uh you know I would urge uh you know college students coming out right now to not shy away from any opportunity um especially if you're getting an opportunity to call it uh cover a, a collegiate level team um, you know, I, I would I I would say that if you're gonna get an opportunity to cover Oregon, Iowa, whatever FBS schools, like take that. I mean, that's that's a great chance, right? I mean, you're I wouldn't I wouldn't I'm not saying don't do that, but I, I what I am what I would suggest is that don't just brush off the opportunities at the FCS level. Um, there is, I think, a big audience for FCS. It's a way to, to grow your name. And like I said, be somebody, probably the only person that's covering that program. So if some big things happen at that program, you're going to be, you, you know, you have potential to go national. You're going to be the one that's on that. Uh, but, I, I, you know, if it comes down to, you know, Oregon or Lamar, sure, take, take, the, take the job covering Oregon. But, you know, a lot of times uh, you're not going to have that choice, and, and people, I think there is like this stigma, like, oh, you're just you, like, you know, you're just covering a small school. You, you're going to take the FCS job. It's like, no, I, I don't think that should be the case. It's 100% beneficial um, to any journalist to, to get that experience and can can serve you well down the road. Absolutely. Yeah, I feel you there uh, because before I came to uh, Laredo, I actually covered Alcorn State for like six months before my oh, job nice. got cut nice. there, which was unfortunate. Pains my heart, but like covering like Alcorn was the I I think it was super fun, like way better than covering Iowa State because I mean like the people there like actually like cared and like as you mentioned, like people came to me for like questions about the program. So, uh, but right. going back to your Arizona State experience though, because I'm always intrigued by people who go to. I guess the quote-unquote, like, I guess the big-time journalism schools, because, I mean, 
Like, if you – like, I guess that's what you would define Arizona State. I mean, it is a top five, like, journalism school like with, like, Syracuse, Missouri and, like, Northwestern. Like, those are the four main brands, I guess, for journalism schools yeah, and whatnot. Yeah, But, I mean, how was that experience going to a place like Arizona State? Yeah, so when, when I would tell my friends, uh, you know, I remember in high school I'd tell my friends, oh, yeah, I'm going to Arizona State, like, for journalism. They're like – Oh, like you're going to party, yeah, like, you know, have a great time out there in the desert or whatever. It's like well, you know, it is kinda like, you know, a top, you know, journalism school or you know, around the country. But so like to people outside the industry I don't think they realize that. Um, now I I I'll start off by saying I had a great experience at Cronkite and uh, you know, I wouldn't trade for anything. I uh, you know, applied to a couple of those, you know, bigger names that you talked about. Uh got waitlisted at a couple, accepted at a couple, but uh chose to go to Arizona State. Now with with ASU it, it does have a little bit more of a reputation as a broadcast school. Uh so, you know, a lot of the things that it offers are a little bit more tailored to T V reporting. Uh, anchoring, uh, behind the scenes, producing, stuff like that. Um, so you have to make sure that you, and this goes for any big time journalism school, you have to make sure you don't get lost in the shuffle uh, because it's very easy with so much talent around you, so many kids coming up that are just so good at, at reporting and writing and are so passionate about it. Um, you have to find a way to stand out, find a way to get involved in as many things as possible. I was in the school newspaper. I worked at the uh, this thing called Cronkite News, which is a partnership with Arizona PBS that allowed um, uh, allowed us to cover spring tra- spring training uh, out in Arizona, which was a great experience. Got to write for the Denver Post a little bit. Um, so, you know, my experience at ASU was great. Uh, it, it was right in downtown Phoenix. It's not actually in Tempe. Uh, as far as, you know, comparing it to some of those big time schools, I think it's a little bit different. Um, because like I said, maybe Cronkite's a little more broadcast. Uh, you know, I think, I think each school kind of has maybe their own specialty that they'd like to tout or whatever. Um, Cronkite's is probably broadcast, but uh, I would like to think that I bucked that trend, <laughs> and uh, uh, nothing. O- only good things to say about Cronkite uh, in my experience there. That's good. Uh, it's always good to hear like those type of schools like actually like are really nice to go to, and like people don't really get lost in the shuffle. Because I mean, kind of jealous of people who go there, but like I mean, the I went to Iowa State, and I mean I turned out okay, uh-huh. I think so. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, and that's another thing. Like I don't think like. People are like, oh, you went to Cronkite. You probably like think you're better or whatever. I think I think that of people who went to Syracuse, maybe, but uh, <laughs> or Missouri. But uh, like, just the school that you went to, like, does like that only counts maybe for like one, like maybe on a on a resume, like the first yeah. resume that you have. Other than that, I really think it comes down to clips. Uh, you know what you can show, the reporting that you can show what you've done uh and i think just the school maybe especially in those second and third and fourth jobs is really just uh maybe an added bonus yeah no yeah because like i've had that type of discussion with uh some of my other friends uh who haven't gone to like the more prestigious uh schools because i mean i've seen like internship like leaders uh like 
program like leaders tweet out, oh, these are like the only schools that we look at, and like it's all like brand name schools, and we're like, okay, like come on, like you're missing out on like some probably potential good journalists who probably couldn't go there, but that that's another conversation that that it's something that I get that that's something I get kind of heated with because I'm like because I see people like who are like touting, oh, I went to like Northwestern like sometimes, and I'm like, okay, like yeah. you're cool, but. <laughs> that, that that's my only beef with like the journalism industry but uh pivoting off to like writing i mean you've i like your stuff i mean i've read several of your stuff i mean i've read the what was it the lamar uh guy who just passed away like the very kind of intricate dude that i really like that but i mean Thank what's you. kind of your like favorite story or like stories that you've written at like beaumont oh man uh there's it's it's such a wide uh coverage area here uh, and you wouldn't necessarily think that because it's like, well, Beaumont, that's like a small town. But then, like, you look at it and it's like, well, we've got almost 30 high schools, uh, a university, uh, and, and, you know, and two people to cover it. Um, so you get so many different types of stories, so many angles. Um, and I'm sure we miss, you know, some things just because that's that's what happens when you have two people covering that many teams and schools and uh, a university but uh, the, the stories that I can point to that are, are my favorite or that I most enjoyed are just stories that uh, where you have to get out in the community and maybe there's not necessarily one um, point of view or overarching thing that everybody agrees on but there's two sides and, and, and you have to try to uh, you know report accurately on how both those sides feel I mean uh, this isn't necessarily my favorite story but a great example of what I just said is this whole situation with PNG uh, Port Angeles Grove's mascot where you've got uh, you know the Cherokee Nation saying uh, you know change the mascot but you've got 95 years of tradition that the school has that uh, the community is so entrenched with um, and it's just so interesting to see that juxtaposition I think that's what makes the great stories uh, where you have people who genuinely care uh, on both sides and genuinely think that they're right on both sides um, and you have to kind of present that in a way um, that's fair and accurate uh, you know that, so that, those type of stories I love I gotta say, I miss writing gamers. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know about you, but I, I don't know if I'm gonna remember how to write a game after this. Yeah, probably not. Like, I mean, I could probably like write a basketball gamer because those are like my favorites to do. But I mean, like football, I'd probably be like, okay, how do I do this again? Or like baseball, like stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. No. yeah. Uh, and then I also lo- like the stories that you know, I'm a sports writer, but that transcend tr- uh, transcend sports a little bit. You know, where sports. Uh, maybe it's a player who, um, you know, went and did something outside for his community. And again, it's that community involvement that I think really makes it that I talked about before. But, um, and that's where you really get to see the engagement too. You know, uh, gamers are great. Uh, like I said, I miss writing them. Uh, but quite frankly, they, they, they're not really pushing, uh, the, the numbers on our, on our website. Um, you know, when we see people engage with our stories, it's, uh, you know, 
things that are affecting their community. And now, I mean, I'm not talking about, say, a state championship game. Obviously, you know, when we cover Newton and Stillsby basketball and all that kind of stuff, those go through the roof because, you know, people love to see a winning team. But uh, you, you get what I'm saying. I think those, those stories that have those deep community feelings are probably uh, my favorite to write. And, and they're, they're pretty challenging to do, too, actually, which is, is something that I think as a journalist you have to find uh, fun a little bit. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with you there. But uh, you mentioned, because, I mean, uh, Beaumont, as you mentioned, has 30-plus high schools and then, like, a university. Uh, I mean, yeah. Because I think as like, because I'm the only sports reporter right now uh, here in Laredo. I mean, we're supposed to have another one, but right now it's Bankit because obviously with the pandemic and whatnot. But I mean, I have eight high schools. I mean, yeah, eight high schools to cover plus a Mexican league baseball team and a local like division two university and then like a local uh, amateur soccer team. Like that's 11 teams that I find that challenging, but you guys have a lot more teams to cover. I mean, how do you guys go about deciding what, gets covered and whatnot yeah sure that's a great question um so when i say when i say we have close to 30 high schools um that we cover that's probably uh cover is very loose (laughs) um so you know bowman enterprise so we're going to cover bowman isd probably first and foremost um then you've got the mid-county schools which are needle and png uh, and I guess you could lump Port Arthur in there. They're not really big county, but um, Port Arthur. Um, those are probably our five most covered schools. Uh, and then, and then you've got you know Silsby and Harden Jefferson up north, uh, Lumberton, uh, which have great fan bases as well, and, and click on our stories. So uh, there's we have myself. Uh, I will. I pretty much if anything that happens Lamar, uh, it will be me that covers that, um, which I enjoy. I like the university aspect of it, and that's something you know moving forward that I, in my career I would like to keep doing is covering a university. Uh, so that I think kind of keeps me motivated there. Uh, we have another person uh, who uh, his name is Jorge Ramos. He is. You know, technically our high school uh, beat writer, although I, I do have, you know, uh, usually uh, have to help out just because it's such a massive beat. Yeah. Uh, he couldn't possibly handle everything, but he it, uh, would be the first kind of, uh, uh, you know, source or uh, person that would be assigned to a typical high school story. And, uh, and then we have a sports editor, too, who, who uh, helps out as well, Thomas Scott. So uh, we do, and, and that, that number, that, that three, has, has ranged, has varied uh, a lot since I've been here. I've been here when there's three. I've been here when there's two. I was the only person here for a little bit. Wow. So, uh, and it, that changes how you cover things because you have, to, you have to pick and choose. I think how we choose comes down to a couple different things. Um, one... Um, and this kind of, you know, isn't great to say, but uh, how many people are going to read this story? Are we going to get a lot of clicks on it? Is this, is this a, a story that interests our print readers? Um, is this worth, you know, putting some time aside? And a lot of times that 
comes down to clicks. Uh, you know, that's yeah. just kind of the industry that we're in right now. Um, I think, you know, secondly, uh, you know, uh, holding people accountable is, is also uh, motivation. Uh, you know, it's in journalism, it's part of our job. So uh, if a school district, I don't know, I'm just, I'm just thinking of a school district that's outside of, of our, maybe a little bit outside of our coverage area, but we would cover them if it was a big story. Maybe like, I don't know, a hard or something or an Evadale. Uh, Evadale is actually a great example with their rebel mascot that we've been writing about. Um, they're a little bit out of our coverage area, but if there's a big story going on that the community is, would be interested in, we're going to cover that. Um, so you have to pick and choose your battles <laughs> a little bit when you only have two and then a sports editor who's got other duties like page design and all that kind of stuff uh, and a little bit of news editing duties as well. Um, so it is tough. It's difficult. Uh, it's not something that we are alone in dealing with. I'm sure you guys have the same battles, um, you know, with the amount of high schools and everything that you have to cover, the Mexican League baseball team that you said. Uh, it's tough. I, I'm curious to hear, how, you know, your opinion on that too. Yeah, no, uh, I mean, obviously we go with uh, high schools first because, I mean, that's what a lot of people, like, really, like, enjoyed. That's, yeah. like, enrooted here. And then, I mean, uh, like, we sometimes cover our Division Two team. Unfortunately, here, like, not only other people care about them, and also they've been pretty – no, they haven't been good lately. Like, in, <laughs> it, like their only good sport is, uh, like, men's soccer, and that happens during football season. So it's like, yeah. well, like, we understand that you guys are really good. However, high school football comes first. And you guys pretty much play on, like, the same day that we have football. So, like, we'll just run releases. And then, like, the basketball teams aren't really good. I mean, like, they're trying to grow that program. And then, I mean, during the summer it's pretty easy because, I mean, that's when the Mexican Baseball League uh, is playing and that's when the amateur team is playing. So, like, typically we'd have, like, one reporter cover the amateur soccer team and, then like, the other one would cover the Mexican Baseball League team. So, I mean, it's not as challenging as you, but, like, I mean – that that's how you would do it but uh, yeah and and you make a good point i mean kind of the same thing with us as far as like high school rules all i think in texas that unless you're talking about ut and a&m i think your press probably goes for the entire state yeah. um and that that almost pains me to say as like the main lamar beat reporter <laughs> but it's true I, I i can't deny that especially in a uh decade or more where Lamar has been very, very mediocre um, in pretty much all sports, uh, especially football. Basketball team has been all right. Baseball team has been bad the last couple of years. Uh, their best sport has been women's soccer, which great, but it's really not going to drive the needle, unfortunately, to say, or move the needle. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think we make the same uh, calls as well, usually, uh, a high school story is probably going to take precedence uh especially if it's a an engaging and an important one yeah no definitely uh but i mean what type of advice would you offer like somebody who's maybe thinking about getting into journalism or like maybe about to enter like the industry yeah it's uh well it's a lifestyle choice uh right i mean <laughs> you are invested in this 24 7 um, you know, you got to be on call. You got to be ready for anything. I think before you get into this, you know, don't just think it's going to be 
oh, hey, I like sports. You know, maybe I can, like, do this. And it's just going to be me going to games and, like, occasionally writing a story. Uh, that's not necessarily how it works. And maybe that's how I felt when I got in, first got into it. I don't know. Uh, I was probably a little naive uh, about what it all entails. Uh, luckily, I did, uh, and this would be uh, actually a main uh, piece of advice that I would give any aspiring uh, sports journalist specifically, is do a little bit of news. Uh, because I did, I did a news uh, internship at the Pittsburgh uh, Tribune Review my junior year, I think, summer. And that was probably the most beneficial experience coming up in my career that, that I've had. Uh, it not only helped me get the job at the Enterprise, uh, it prepared me for the job at the Enterprise because uh, just look at the pandemic. I mean, yeah. everybody turned to news there for a couple months. I've covered a hurricane here, uh, multiple, uh, well, not hurricane, I guess, tropical storm. Multiple tropical storms, um, the, the, the pandemic. Uh, you really have to be ready for anything. It's not always just going to come down to sports. And, and uh, when, the, when those things do happen in news, um, I think the best sports reporters then find ways to relate them to sports and say, how is this going to affect sports? How is this going to affect your favorite team, your community, whatever it may be? Um, so that's one of my main pieces of advice is um, be ready for anything. Do a little bit of news. Um, don't just be like, well, I'm a sports reporter and that's it because um, that's probably, especially if you're starting at um, a uh, smaller, smallish uh, paper, um, that's not going to be always the case. You're going to be asked to do a lot of different things, uh, as I'm sure you know. Um, you know, I, I would say, uh, like I would go back to before, just um, be ready to have this basically be your life for uh, the foreseeable future. Again, especially if you're starting out at a smaller paper where there's, I mean, the, the Enterprise, we have six reporters right now. Okay. Uh, our whole, you know, so it's two sports reporters, four news reporters. Uh, maybe it's seven, maybe I'm missing, missing one. But, uh, you know, just... Be prepared for that, especially if you have if you have a family or whatever it may be. Um, you know, it's gonna it's gonna take some serious investment. This is not just a nine to five. Yeah, no, I feel you there because I mean we're like Lorraine Morton Times is very comparable to the Belmont Enterprise in terms of like, yeah. size yeah. and whatnot. So I feel you there. But I mean, those were all the questions I had for you, Matt. So if you want to plug where people can find your stuff at, uh, do so now, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, you can find me on BelmontEnterprise.com. Uh, just search Matt Fay. Uh, you can go to my Twitter handle. It's at uh, Matt G Fay. Uh, you know, I post all my stories on there. Uh, I know uh, that's that's kind of where all us journalists go. So uh, find me on BelmontEnterprise.com. Find me on Twitter, uh, Matt G Fay. Uh, really appreciate you having me on, man. It, it was fun to chat with you. Yeah, no, I really appreciate you coming on, and uh, I mean, you have a great day, man. Yeah, you too.